Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Tuesday, August 16th. In this episode, Manchester United collapse again. By the way, maybe it wasn't the coach. Uh, City, Arsenal, Cruz, they're the only perfect teams in the league. Liverpool draw, that just happened. But first, Mike, the Battle of the Bridge 2.0 happens. Tell us your emotions of the game. There's the fights, only the everything. There's only one word for a draw that feels like a win at your rival's house. And it's one you know very well, Laurent, Scheidenfraud. Oh, Chelsea fans, sit down, buckle up. I'm coming for you. <laughs> All right. Here's the problem with you lot. Okay. You have the balls, the brass balls to sit there and tell us the, the bullied, the, the Spurs supporters who you have picked on and laughed at and cheated and given shit to for 20 years with your dirty, ridiculous, fucked up Russian money that we are shit housing you, that we're the ones pulling here. By the way, I have a stat for you. You ready? Yeah. 60 games. The last 60 games between Chelsea and Spurs, Spurs have won seven. Yeah. Yep. Seven wins out of 60. Yeah. And that's, you know what? This one isn't one of those seven, but it sure as fuck feels like one because yeah. here's the problem, Chelsea. Okay. We're going to get into what actually happened on the field. But my father, when, we, when I played sports as a kid, my father said, never let the referees be a problem. Leave no doubt. Right, yeah. Chelsea, you, your team dominated that game. You are an embarrassment that we were even we were that we were even sharing the field with you, okay? <laughs> and you had numerous numerous opportunities. I kept texting my friend, uh, who's a Chelsea supporter, during the game, talking so much shit. Every time a Chelsea uh, forward missed a hilariously big opportunity, I yelled, "Drink!" He <laughs> like. Five times I did that, I think. Yeah. Right? And, and, and okay. by the way, I had a moment too. I was like, eh, there's Raheem Sterling. That's right. the one I know. Right. <laughs> right. He stinks out loud. I said yeah. it when they yeah. signed him. I, I just like, he doesn't, he's not additive. And yeah. I mean, he laid off the ball to Reese James, but like fucking you or I could have done that. Like, great. Right. Good job. But, but he does do that. So let's go through the scores and we'll go, go. through the games because the scores are fun and give me the moments and. All right. For the early game, Aston Villa 2, Everton 1. Aston Villa off the schneid. Everton have a star in the making in Onana, a big, giant, hulking midfielder who I love. Oh, a best bet, Brighton nil, Newcastle nil. Oh. I wonder who called that draw. That was me. Arsenal and the Jesus revival. Is it a revivalist? How do we say that? A religious revival under Jesus? That, that's what it is. <laughs> Win 4-2 over Leicester, but Leicester show fight. Arsenal still not perfect. They're giving up goals. Wolves nil, Fulham nil. The less we talk about this game, the better. But Wolves are the ones who had the chances. But Fulham can feel good, too. Mitrovic missed the penalty. Southampton 2 leads to This will feel like a loss. Leeds had a 2-0 lead in the 70th minute. Southampton come back. Hmm, Southampton. City We're not going to have a lot of time for that one, for all the other shit that went on. But yeah. that's one that we could look at in April and May and go, oh, <laughs> those are two huge points that Leeds dropped. I hope that I'm wrong. But all right, then, keep going. City will have... About as easy a cakewalk against Bournemouth, 4-0. Gundogan with the first goal, and he is now named captain, as voted by the players. And then the seismic shock that sort of broke the internet and broke the Premier League. Brentford, 4. <laughs> Manchester United, nil. You heard it here first. I called Brentford plus 280. I did not call the four goals, which I think was 
A 4-0 lead, if you had put exact score, was plus 25,000. Yeah. Uh, Nottingham Forest get the luckiest win they'll ever get, but Forest were there. It was a thing. It was fun. And then we're going to go to the last game of the day, a game that took all the air on the 30th anniversary of the Premier League. It's going to be what we're talking about. We went to Mike. Now we're going to go deep. Chelsea 2, Tottenham Hotspur 2. Wow. It, 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 what a game. So- yeah, it, it really was. And I mean, there there was, uh, again, the game itself, right? Conte, we said this on the preview. I thought that Kulisewski would have a lot more joy behind Kukurella or Chilwell. He didn't. He was almost invisible. I thought it was actually interesting, by the way, that they took Sonny off late instead of Kulisewski, given the fact that he was sort of uh, irrelevant. Nonetheless, Chelsea imposed their will on the game. Um, I knew that Koulibaly would be good. Whew. I understated that. He is a yeah, Rolls Royce back there. He's, he's really a, a tremendous <laughs> defender, right? The good news is that Tiago Silva, if you slit his throat, dust will come out. He is so slow to his left. He's still got, and, and they said this on the broadcast, like he, as he ages, as any proper Premier League footballer ages and they, they lose their, it, their God-given ability and speed, the, the mind has to get sharper, right? It and so, looks like luck. But he seems to always find a way to like there were one on ones that you just like he just stuck out his foot and he got it. How the fuck did he do that? Yeah. He's got yeah. to think. So, I mean, look, this game was as chippy as they come. Uh, and, and, and 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 yeah, Anthony Taylor has been the man of the hour in West London. Right. And uh, and Chelsea fans are this is what I got. was getting at it in the open. They have the brass balls to be bitching about Anthony Taylor. Two things. A, he. He called the game as it was instructed. We've seen many times in in the last two seasons, referees have been told to sort of sit on the whistle, and if there is an egregious error, make let VAR make the call, right? Especially if you didn't see it, right? So this is why we have VAR, essentially, right? Um, but so there were a lot of controversial plays on both sides. I'm going to start with uh, the seventh, I think it's the seventh minute, when um, Mark Cucurella steps on Christian Romero's knee. That's called foreshadowing. He doesn't forgive. He doesn't forget. Um, there are I so many things. Reese James, uh, James could have had a second yellow for pulling down Hyunming Sun the same way he did in this early second half by basically uh, preventing the time. followed Sun everywhere, and that is the he key. Was great. That was the key battle that I think Tuchel got right. He was like, this Sun character who keeps on getting free and is everywhere, he's not going to be everywhere. Let's see how this team works and without that, its main. Right. Like, I think for the first time, the racism of against Asian athletes not being good, finally someone said, no, fuck that. He's really fucking good. Well, <laughs> and again, that's kind of why I expected Kulisevsky to have more joy because yeah. I assumed that they would, they would key on Sun. Uh, I thought that Sonny would get more of his opportunities. He didn't. The Spurs um, didn't have the ball. Was the other part. right? Right. And again, like you know, uh, it was it was Conte, and to a lesser extent, a far far lesser extent, it was Jorginho in the first half. It was Conte, but uh, they yes, they were dominant. They were yeah. dominant in the midfield. Thank God that you know Chelsea's forwards couldn't hit water if they fell out of a fucking boat. Otherwise, yeah. this would have been out of out of touch early and often. So yeah. we go into halftime one nil, uh, and the the interesting thing I'm going to look when. He brings in Richarlison. Um, Richarlison is really 57. Yes, that changes the game, right? Yep. So um, Richarlison makes his Spurs debut officially, I suppose, on the 57th minute. And he bring, takes off Sessegnon, which I was actually hoping that he would take off Royal. Uh, late in the game, I was kind of curious why Emerson Royal was still in the game. 
Um, yeah, I think he just, I think he just likes, I think it's, it's a seniority thing. I think there's a little bit of fear with Sessignon. Oh, yo, Sessignon did have the only real chance in the first in half, the first half yeah. that Spurs got. And it was a really good chance. Well, think I, right. I think the thing that is, is, is clear is like Sessignon is more of an attacking player. I, you know, I keep my eye on my sons. He played right. okay. He didn't hurt. I thought he was team. fine. But yeah. I, effectively what he did was he went from a three, five, two to a four, four, two. He yep. moved Davies out left. He kept Royal as the defensive cover. Yep. Uh, and, and so you basically had Richarlison and Kane up front together. Right. Right. You should probably mark both of them. That's also called foreshadowing. Um, so so as the game goes along, uh, Spurs grow into the game a little bit more, a little bit more desperate. And uh, my friend Jorginho uh, gives away a terrible ball inside the Chelsea box. Why he didn't just hit it into row Z. Nobody will know. It's because he's rejected in Brazil. He's borderline rejected in Italy. Nobody likes him. But anyway, he gives the ball away to, I believe, um, uh, Kulisevsky, who kicks it back out to Hoybier, who basically hits a wet noodle of a shot that finds its way through. Was Richarlison offside? Probably. Can we go back a step? Go back a step to Kulibaly's goal is fucking incredible. Oh, I apologize. I You know what? You I didn't want to I, think about that. <laughs> I, no, I'd be remiss. I mentioned him already, but yeah, he uh, right off of a corner, yeah. it, they they kind of kick it deep, and he's there. And I actually did think he was a lefty coming into this game, yeah. but he's certainly not because he volleys it shoulder high with his right foot. Uh, a laser Lawrence shot. has no chance, yeah. uh, and it's one nil Chelsea. But um, and yeah, and and from that on, Chelsea yeah, really looked like Chelsea. They were the first half is there's hardly. Yeah any discussion of anything Spurs are doing. They right. can't get out. They can't move. They can't get the ball. The big thing that I think Chelsea did, I mean, that that that, that Spurs did is they hung on. They didn't give up much, like you said. There were right. some chances here or there. A hand, there were a lot of shots, but all the action was coming from Chelsea, but they were really popping the ball around. Like yep. It was like, oh, shit, if this version of Chelsea is going to exist, then – Teams are going to have a problem. Yeah, no, but a problem. again, the problem that we keep bringing up and we brought up was the shots were not, they were not threatening. There was Havertz missed, uh, Sterling missed. Right. Mason Mount is not able to get into the offense the way they're set up right now. I don't know what's going on with him. I felt like I didn't he had hear a bad his name at all. He had a bad miss. But um, so th- I think that they took what Tottenham gave them, which yeah. was – Tottenham essentially tried to revert to sort of Mourinho ball to an extent. It was yeah. like the only move they had was to hit on the counter. Again, because they have Son and Kulisevsky, and we all know that Kane is going to drop deep and basically hit one of them with that Tom Brady to Randy Moss long ball, right? But yeah, it was it was fearful play. It was like giving a little bit of too much respect to Chelsea. Yes, I agree. couldn't really get around them, right? It seemed right. it seemed like there were three Jorginhos popping the ball around. Yeah. He seemed to be on the ball constantly. But the thing that I always think about with Chelsea is only because I juxtapose it with my team, there's nobody, and it's definitely not Jorginho. Jorginho has half the skills. He does not have the head-up risk pass into Sterling. Sterling's never going to get in behind and have shots on goal ever because there's no one to play that ball. And I think the reason why Chelsea never – have good strikers and who, guys who score goals is is because the midfield does not have creativity well, they don't have a to, 10, right? to move the ball forward. Have, right? Have they a, have they have carriers like right. Mount can carry the ball into the offensive third, but no one passes it. Yeah. In. 
Yeah, and the Havertz as the false nine seems to be not working well. Like I, it was Sterling. They're rotating. Those two like, guys I, are I don't understand effectively the same. Why? Person. Right. But again, it, it was it was effectively like playing traffic cones with with Spurs because they were yeah. just deferring and and giving up land like they were the French. So yeah. they continue on. Uh, the uh into the second half right before we we'd be remiss if we bring this up right before Hoybier scores in the 68th minute there's a very controversial play in Benton the in Spurs half where yeah. Ro- Rodrigo Bentancur uh makes who had a, a bad play. game who couldn't live with Chelsea's right. midfield at all and I, and I think he and Hoybier struggled because they are sort of facilitators like like the, the we talk about it all the time like the Dutch uh Hoybier, excuse me the the um Dan- the Danish, Danish. Danish Hoybier. He did, he did play. He did play Harry in, and he should have scored. No, I know that, but but again, when we has space, he has the ability to play a ball. But he was just it was batting down the hatches mode, and he was like, I, I'm kind of busting at the seams here. Um, but so Benton Cure makes a, a kind of a, a wraparound slide tackle. I forget on who. I think it was Havertz. It was Havertz. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and he stops right. Anthony Taylor waves. As I said, he he. Swallowed his whistle all day. He waves no no foul. Good good tackle. Spurs go down and they bounce the ball around. Jorginho gives it away. George, uh, and- right. So this is the key piece in this play is yeah. Chelsea, there was a new phase. Chelsea had gotten possession of the ball since that foul. Right. And then lost it. And that's why I wasn't sure if it could be VAR. It um, could have been in previous versions. Right. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they didn't. Because I thought th- there were two things on that play, right? Is Richarlson in Mendy's eyeline. Yeah. Sure. But there was a lot of room. He didn't dive late. It felt like he saw yeah. it. And then when he didn't save it, he jumped up. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, so so that call stands. Um, and now Spurs are in the ascendancy, still kind they're of causing confused. they're now causing problems for right. For but Chelsea. the interesting thing was um they get the goal and they're they've switched to a four four two. They have completely turned Tuchel inside out. At this point, yes. which, by the way, we have to go back to that in a second. Um, but there was sort of helter skelter mode for Spurs because they were: should we keep going? Should we sit back for the draw? It's one, it's one one at the bridge. It's twenty minutes left, so on and so forth. But we can't go any further without mentioning the real story of the day. Um, after the first goal, Antonio Conte goes in towards the Chelsea technical area. Well, not really. He gets he, he does gets, his normal cheering that right. he does. But the fourth <laughs> official gets in the way. Thomas Tuchel comes flying up and they get in each other's faces and they have a whole, a whole smattering of, of issues. The best part about this was it was right at the, like it's too hot in England, all of a sudden water break. So uh, yeah, there was like a long 90 degrees Fahrenheit is not a heat wave folks. Okay. I get that. I live in Florida. I get that it's different down here, but uh, 90 degrees has never been holy shit hot before. So everybody's calmed the fuck down. Um, In England it is. It's (laughs) in New York. It's not, it's like, Oh shit. It sucks to be on the subway today. That sucks. But uh, so so that whole that whole thing kicks off. It starts to simmer back down, and then Chelsea go ahead ten minutes later on a great strike by Reese James, laid off by Sterling. Uh, but again, that ten minutes, Spurs were completely unsure of who they were. They were trying to be two teams simultaneously. Chelsea took a couple of minutes to smart about the goal, and then they got right back on the front foot, and there it was coming. There was five or six minutes where it was like, God damn it. Just get get the ball out of play and get Perisic and get Basuma on. And they didn't. And literally that was the next phase of play was 
all right, Perisic on for Sonny and Basuma on for Benton Cure right away. Right. After um, the Reese James goal, there's all these changes. Right. right. Well, but those were coming is my point, yeah. right? Like, and, and I remember saying to a buddy, Mike, get Basuma into this game and, and get Perisic into this game because we're worthless right now. We are struggling everywhere. And Chelsea, are they can smell blood in the water. They're going to. And it's hot. I mean, it is hot. Like, let's be fair. Like, they running, they're defending. There's mm-hmm. five subs. It's yeah. time to get new legs yeah. in. And we're going to talk. I'm going to talk about this really quickly. And Golo Conte's fucking hamstring went. Yes. It, it's gone. Like, yep. he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's a that's a six weeker easy yeah. yeah um and so yeah and by the way those injuries it's interesting this time of year you're like oh well there's a couple international breaks he's only gonna miss like three games no he's gonna miss like, like seven he's gonna miss a ton because they're gonna start playing two in a week very soon yeah um but so uh as i alluded to why the fuck is emerson royal in the game he comes out lucas mora comes in this is another uh symptom of the five sub rule uh, and, and basically, once Conte goes down for the last 10 minutes of the game, it is all Spurs. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a question of, is the time going to run out before they get the equalizer? Um, and and I, then it, again, you guys were in their other end. It felt like the first cross that Perisic did was bad. And then it yes, was what? Five, five crosses in a row? Six, yeah, something like that. Including but, the hair pull? Hold on, hold on. We have to go back <laughs> one more time. Uh, as as Reese James puts the ball on the net, to be clear... It is at the far end of the field, across the benches. Okay, so I'm going to give you this much, you German war hero robot fucking piece of shit. He runs but across. When, the, he runs across the benches when he when when he scores. <laughs> Thomas Tuchel runs sprinting like a cartoon character, pumping yeah. his fists, passing Golo Conte, who just has his head in his hands. And Conte said on his Instagram story. I should have I if I saw you, I would have tripped you. You would have deserved it. Like oh, <laughs> with with laughing goodness. emojis. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh so uh so it was, it, was rem- it was reminiscent of Mourinho Porto against United. Not the same level, but it was the same kind of run. Well, it was, was long. It, it was, was Mar- 25 yards of running. What yes, yes. Uh and, and you know what? Hey, it is your stadium. It is I your do it. It's fine. I don't care. Fine. Go that way. Fuck you. Go that way. <laughs> you got fans that way too. I don't want to hear it. So again, Conte comes out. Connor Gallagher comes in, who loves to- playing against Tottenham. Um, but the, the he didn't do anything. He like you said, the around. the midfield sort of fell into itself, um, and it's just a matter of if Spurs can get the equalizer. We get six minutes of extra time. You said Perisic had a few crosses. Nothing really was working. In the ninety sixth minute. Uh, Perisic uh, takes another a corner. Post. It hits the short post, and it's cleared. Um, it's cleared out for another corner. But in the process of that, uh, <laughs> Christian a little, Romero, a little retribution, comes who you'll in. remember, was stepped on in the seventh or eighth minute by Mark Cucurella in the knee, which, by the way, is an automatic, thanks for coming out today, red card, automatic if the referee sees that, uh, happens to get a souvenir or two. Uh, he reaches back and pulls Cucurella down by his big stupid fucking hair. And <laughs> basically, by the way, he pulls him a little bit and Cucurella makes a meal out of it if you watch it again. But okay. uh, but, so, but, but, very important. Mike Dean is the VAR. <laughs> Mike Dean's VAR. They go to VAR, right? And so and I'm sitting here like, which is unbelievable. Did it hit a hand? Are we going to get a cheap penalty or some shit? And so when I see the replay, I go, oh, the game's over. Like, that's a... 
It's not a red card, by the way. It's a it's yellow. A it's a foul. It's a foul. For sure. But if there's any club in the world who deserves absolutely what they got, it's Chelsea Football Club. I want to make it Yeah, I mean, it's possible. only the owner who funded the Russians who invaded Ukraine. Right. Like, he okay. literally was called Putin's checkbook. Yeah. That was the owner of Chelsea. Yeah. Like, you have no box You deserve everything you get. And like I said at the top of the show, you bullied Tottenham for 20 years, and you don't like getting bullied back. Guess what? <laughs> Arsenal didn't like it either. Get used to it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We're here. So, We're not afraid. But then, so, so we have the win. We have the draw. We have the controversy. And, and, then, of Kane, course, and Kane scores at the end. I, I, I buried the lead. But the yeah. thing is, too, in that final corner, in the 96th minute, who – whose head rises almost as high as Harry Kane to hit that ball. Richarlison, you yeah. mean to tell me that in that situation, you left Spurs two center forwards completely unmarked? Forget all of the fraud and all the bullshit. You deserve to get scored on. You just do. Yeah, it was for – it was uh, as, as it was happening, I was thinking to myself, is Spurs going to get a penalty? As it kept happening, I was like, Spurs are too good not to get something here or something – Crazy will happen. We did have something crazy. We had a hair pull. We had extra corners. We had, you know, guys not talking to each other. Like, one clearance away, and, and Chelsea win that game. Over. Yeah. Right? So, they had more than enough chances to win that game. They'll feel hard yeah. done. Then you have the fucking handshake, hand grab, Trump versus yes. everyone thing, where Conte tries to shake the hand with as as passing as you possibly can. Right. And the and Tuchel grabs him and says, "You have to look me in the eye when we shake hands." I'm like, "No one ever does that." He just no decided to be a dick, and no so it that. kicks off again. Yep. <laughs> it was amazing. It was fantastic, and, and it, it really was better I mean, than any Mourinho Wenger stuff. It was it the was best, and they were good sports about it afterwards. They were cool. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly they were just like, "Yeah, whatever, it's fine." Well, no, I, I they disagree. got mad at the ref, but they were, but they weren't like. Right, but 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 to, neither of them went. He's a deadbeat coach, and I and I think that he should be a man and come meet me in the hallway. <laughs> Which would have been better, I think. But no, but, but like, they didn't. Right, they didn't. They were both like, "Oh, it's football. We got hard to keep his emotions under a chat in, in check." But he didn't. He just smiled and said, "Oh, it was just gentlemen or whatever." Fuck, he said, and then he divulged into how Anthony Taylor's family is full of fucking garbage people. Right, like like he completely disagreed with every call in that game, despite the fact that, as I said, Chelsea could have and should have gotten as many red cards as he thinks Tottenham should have gotten, maybe Listen, more. The calls were bad. No, I don't agree that the calls were bad, said the Tottenham fan. But I, <laughs> what I'm saying is... It's okay that you won on bad calls. It's, just, it's fine. It's just, oh, no, no, They're not I know. that bad. No, they were just bad. bad. But I... To to color this as go oh, man, poor Chelsea, Tottenham got no a fucking- no no, it's not poor Chelsea. Chelsea should feel like they blew it because they, they did. did. They did. They let's be very clear. Let's go through. They blew two leads at home, and they had what four or five big chances in yeah. the fucking six yard box almost that they missed. Yeah. You deserve nothing but well, sadness. I mean, the the and internet despair. the internet says that the xg was. 1.1 for Spurs and 1.4 for Chelsea. So Wait, Chelsea it, didn't – it wasn't like three. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like they missed three penalties or it, something ridiculous. No, but it, it felt, felt like – It felt it worse. It felt like there should have been that, – that could have and should have been 4 nothing. 
I, I, it could have. Yeah, yeah. It, with right? better finishing. I don't like the with narrative. I don't like the narrative that Chelsea need a striker. I think it's reductive and lazy. You know who they should buy? L- Romelu, Romelu Lukaku. Lukaku. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Timo Werner, uh, Alvaro Morata. Why? <laughs> what is this theme? Fernando it's, Torres. It's not the fucking strikers. Okay. It's the creativity before the strikers. I mean, if you you have to create lots of chances. The problem that Chelsea strikers have is they get two chances a game, and if they miss, they've blown the game. Yeah, you need to be a, like, well, not this the guy game. got five four. chances and makes one or makes two, right. right? That's why, dude, Raheem's gonna be a failure. I'm telling you, he's not. They're like, you don't he's nailed on. Me. He's, but there are a lot of pundits, even like fan pundit, fan TV, they're like, oh, he's nailed on for 15 goals. No fucking way is he scoring 15 goals. In the Premier he's League? gonna score. I'll take that 10 under. if he's I'll lucky. Take that under. To 15? Right. He's not scoring 15 goals. No chance. No, no chance. chance. No. no chance. Zero. Because one-on-one, he misses 40% of them. So this reminds me, and it, again, it was a draw, okay? It reminds me, it, ha- it actually feels the same as the win at City last year, where you guys hit us late and we hit you back. It was Kane at the death, right? Like, But that was three points. This is only one. But here's the other thing, Chelsea. You only get one. Fuck you. It was so, beautiful. So oh. speak, speaking of, we did a lot. We did 25 minutes on this game. We, did. we do we have did. to go to the That's team enough. that literally is like, thank God that game happened because maybe this sweats off our back for five minutes. <laughs> and that is the wonderful 4-0 Brentford Man United. We can go. I can go and pull out five different or six different episodes of our show the 5-0 against Liverpool, the Watford defeat that got Ole fired. We've done this story about, about um, United, and they haven't changed. I mean, it's crazy how much the punditerati, whatever the fuck we call them, in Europe is just – they're exacerbated at this point. They're like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. How, much, how much lower can United go? They're kind of like now saying – they should just accept that they're finishing 10th. They're not better than Brentford. They're All right. If they weren't, I've been trying to avoid the hyperbole because I talked a lot about this last season where I get fatigue when everybody... They're worse than the sum of their parts by a lot. Yes. Yes. And but, All right. Let's think about why. Ronaldo starts in this game. And this is sort of a micro. They have no one else to start. No, no. I understand. But yeah. like when you look at the performance on the whole, you have to think of two things. David De Gea was like was the only thing keeping this team afloat for two maybe three seasons. Yeah, he so, was plus 8 on goal difference. If for there's goals, anybody for goals, for who goals. deserves to be able to wipe his ass with the Saturday afternoon, it's David De Gea. Sure. But uh he's used he, up his free one. He okay? did throw, <laughs> he did throw one in and then basically sold Christian Eriksen under the over yeah. the river. He <laughs> had an open pass. First of all, Martinez shouldn't have passed it back to him. He sh- they should have, and then Martinez gets abused on the third goal because uh, he's four foot six. That's why. Um, but I want to go back to the first goal, right? So Ronaldo starts, and if you look, his he thinks he dives all over the place like he's Portuguese or something. It's strange, but he he really hits the ground two maybe three times in the first ten minutes, I think, of the game because I was watching it very closely because I had a vested interest. But so the first goal goes in on ten on ten minutes. He is on the ground two or three times looking at the ref like, what the fuck? What's going on? No well, foul calling, calling him stuff whatsoever. this year. This is the rule. Right. And this is what's going on. And so 
he is actually the culprit who gives away the ball at, at the first on the goal. first goal. Is, correct. Is that is that the reason the ball went in the net? Absolutely not. No, but it Absolutely was not. a turnover. De Silva was free. He did hit it hard. They were out of position. What you notice about United goals is even though there are mistakes, there's just they're just out of position. They're in right. the wrong places. Right. Like Generally the third speaking, goal. Yeah. Sorry, the fourth goal, which was the best goal, the Embueno. That was goal, awesome. They turn it over in their own box on the attack. It's two passes later. There's nobody there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what? okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I think of that goal as like a pissed off kid playing FIFA who just goes, fuck it, ultra offensive. Let's just try to get something on the board, right? But um, but the thing about, you know, the entire day was just that, like you said, Usually when a ball goes in, somebody makes somebody makes a mistake and it leads to a ball going in. In this, you don't even have somebody looking around pissed off because everybody's like, fuck, I think that was my fault. I think that was my fault. I think that was my fault. Like everybody on the team to a man is like, uh, oops, They're, sorry. The, you know? the thing is, is like, you know, football is – first there were some weird things like Christian er- – he took our suggestion. He played Christian Erickson deep. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> that didn't yeah. work. But well, I, you I mean, know, that's not, fine. Not that I haven't seen him, and I apologize for the Tottenham City references. I haven't seen him fuck up that deep on the field since the Raheem Sterling VIR goal. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's just like he doesn't belong on that side of the pitch. He just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, and it, it just it just doesn't work. City. The thing is with United is they're super fragile. They don't seem, and we don't have to go. I mean, we're not going to be. We we did a deep dive on on Chelsea and 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 Spurs because it was much more interesting. This game was not interesting. It was a steamroll. Brentford Football Club, newly promoted in their second season, had four goals up on United in 35 minutes. This was as much a demolition as you could get. And even though there were throw-in goals by De Gea and that affected mentally the team, even with that, there was no fight the thought, there was no thought. There were no ideas. The midfield of Jensen, Norgard, and De Silva just annihilated Erickson, well, Fernandez, I mean, and Fred. Look, I mean, got, they, weren't, they weren't even there. They were just they like... the third goal, they are like, fuck it, have the ball. We don't care. 67% possession, right? But the thing I want to draw attention to, bringing it back to Ronaldo, is that here's why no team in Europe wants him, Okay. I actually I, – I was tracking how many shots he had because I had a shot prop on he Ronaldo. He just shoots. He just he – he doesn't just shoot. He just – he gets frustrated. And the build-up play where United are growing into the attack and starting to look formidable, he just goes, fuck it, and tries to pick a corner from 30 yards, and it goes into the 15th row. Yep. And he's like, I um, I, that works sometimes. I mean, listen, Dude, we – you and I both – you, you and I both know – the best version of United was the Fernandez United with Marshall and Rashford when they both scored the 17 goals. Yeah. They had some spirit and some heart. They had some cohesion. Then the first four games when they still had Greenwood and Pogba got seven assists before Ronaldo even showed up. Mm-hmm. Then Ronaldo shows up and the buildup and the play collapses but he's saving their ass with heroics. Right. And it makes it seem less bad. But it goes downhill from when Ronaldo gets there. It is, and I don't think it's a coincidence 
at all. And they're still in this space. And no one at that team has any guts or any leadership or anything to just go, fuck off. We're yeah. done with you. They, mm -hmm. He's bigger than the club. Because well, he literally is bigger than the club. Well, and I said I said this on, on, on the last episode where, you know, does Ten Hag have the balls to be like, no, go sit over there. Go play with just, the youth team. Just send him home. Buy him just out. Go. Just You got to go. Like, go find a team to play for. Uh, the Glazers don't need money. Keep paying them. Who gives a fuck? Right. They have money. Yeah. So this is so, a whole referendum on their system. But the thing that's more interesting is I shared a, 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 a Photoshop photo that I made up. Of 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 uh, United's next, next next five games. Next five: Liverpool, Southampton, Leicester, Arsenal. They're gonna get outworked by all those teams. Yeah, like Southampton could get smoked. I gave them Southampton as a win, but that's Southampton away. You're telling me so, United's gonna beat Southampton away? So okay. they're gonna beat Leicester away? No. Look. I, okay, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna host Liverpool next weekend, which we'll talk about. Lose. In a they have their own problems. They're gonna lose, maybe not by as much as we thought. After no, I'm now I'm now I'm <laughs> maybe a circle but, but, of the wagons. Oh. But here's the, there will be <laughs> there will be in training this week a moment where they reset. Right? That oh, was oh, this is an anecdote. You ready for the anecdote of yeah, the day? Yeah. They were supposed United was supposed to have the day off. Ten Hogs like no, you don't. He made them run every player the amount of kilometers that they were outrun by Brentford. Oh, I like that. Kilometers. And so, okay. And so, yes, exactly. <laughs> so it, it reminds me of like the um, in Remember the Titans, like the the uh, the Gettysburg uh, runs in the Suckers woods. Got to right? be throwing up on the field. I want United exactly. players throwing up. Nobody was. It was ninety degrees. Was was Luke Shaw throwing up? No. Then right, exactly. they didn't run enough. So, so that's kind of the point I'm getting at here is that like something is going to happen where, listen, this is, this was almost so bad that it actually could be, if they lost one nil to one, like, holy oh, shit, now what? But, but this is so backbreaking. You have to do something different. You just have to. Yeah. Like 10, and like, I like I'm not even being kidding. 10 hog could walk. Wow, I mean, yeah, but like he certainly had a "what the fuck have I gotten myself into" moment. But this is where the you, the the week from the chaff, right? Like, uh, you as a manager go, okay, this is almost. I mean, it's it. There's when you're when you're managing, and I'm not saying this is one of them. When you're managing a really good team and they get their shit kicked in, like a manager almost has that wry smile, like good. Now they're mine, right? Now Ten Hog is like, okay, you guys, you good now? You're done. You're done doing it your way. We're done because now I'm in charge. And he, like, you have to do that. Otherwise, what? Then you should walk if you're not going you to know, absolutely. I, I, you know what it make made me think up. of, and I know you know you're gonna. This, this is a good segue into, well, mo more into Arsenal's game. But Arteta really did a good job. Like he tried to play. They would get beat in that first season. Then they went defensive and they would hit teams on the break. They because they went to three at the back. They went to the five at the back. Yeah. They had those two FA Cup games. They beat Liverpool and City to win the FA Cup two years ago. Yeah. Then he's like, then they for some reason they give Aubameyang the contract. Then he blasts Aubameyang. He's like, Pew! we're shooting you out of the fucking zone. Oh, you show up late. <laughs> You're stuck in traffic. Fuck you. You're gone. You have a Lamborghini on cobblestone roads. What the fuck are you even it's doing anyway? Lime green. What are you doing? Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's he wins that. Now, to be fair, 
Arsenal clearly have structure that they all bought in on. Like it's Cronky, it's Edu, young Cronky the younger, not old man Cronky. Yeah, yeah. Sil- not Silent Stan, <laughs> but young Cronky. Like them or not, to you. they do vertically align and just go, okay, Arteta's our guy. He gets elevated from head coach to manager, which is symbolic, but means that I'm a little bit more than just on It means the I have more say in the back room happening. Right. So, but that's what Ten Hag needs. He doesn't have that, though. What I don't understand is why United don't hire Vandesar. I don't know if you know who Vandesar is, yeah, the former goalkeeper, yeah. but he's been the chief executive at Ajax who's been doing all this stuff. He hired Ten Hag. He's a United legend. Like, yeah, yes. why don't point. you just, like, I still don't understand why they don't just, like, it's not like it's a fucking surprise. Like, you know, you look at City, City's had Furan, Tor, uh, Furan Soriano, Chiki Gaberistan, Muldoon, the, the, the CEO guy who's, who's the Sheik's right hand. The Sheik is irrelevant. He's got oh, sure. a real business leader who runs all the businesses. It's vertically integrated. They planned for Pep three years before. Yeah. You have things like Cucurella. It's like Cucurella at 60. No, thanks. We're going to buy it. They immediately pivot and go, nope, we're buying this guy for 12. We'll take what we can get. Why they're still talking about fucking, what's his face? Uh, Frankie de Young. He doesn't want to come. He's like, he's, he broke up with you. He's not yeah. interested. It's like, why are you calling her? Stop texting her. Yeah. She's um, out. She's fucking I, your I, own I think- boy. You're, you're really hitting on the dysfunction. When people talk about United and the Glazers and everything, the weirdest thing, they spend as much, if not more money, than pretty much everybody. It's a right? contact, but it's but it's all it's it's some cost. It's all gone. It's garbage. But, well, sure. But that's to exactly exactly. Like you have no no leadership, no direction, no ethos, right? Nothing. Which is so strange. For a club this size and of the stature of Manchester United they to not nothing. sit here and say, this is what we're about. This is how we they play. These are the that. types of players we aspire to have. These are some of the players we do have. I, Think I, about, that's I, the, I, it's, well, it's pissing into the wind. I'll just look at this. What club the size of United has the same goalkeeper for 12 years? Like They, they were a fax machine at 1201 oh from him being God. at Real Madrid we, seven you know, years ago. Why really is he should, still there? We really should bring that up every episode <laughs> during each transfer window, just as a reminder of how batshit crazy that whole thing was. Uh, I don't think there's ever going to be anything crazier than that. And but, then Dean Hen- and then Dean Henderson is playing for Nottingham Forest and incredible fantastic. saves the penalty and wins them a game. Yeah, by himself. I don't know. Anyway. We should probably talk about Liverpool. Let's uh, talk about Liverpool. So, okay, so from from uh, the, from a team at not having dysfunction to what a big t- what what really happens when a big team just plays poorly. It's not a crisis. They simply came out, punched Crystal Palace in the mouth hard. Crystal Palace wipes the blood off their mouth, smiles, spits out. It is like, okay, yeah. let's go. You yeah. want to dance? Well, let's dance. So yeah. they're taking punches. Then they just get sucker punched, literally. It's on the break. Boom. Yep. Zaha out. A nice move by Eze. Zaha scores against Allison, who's, I have to say it, the best fucking one-on-one keeper there is. He's fucking incredible. He drives me yep. nuts. But he gets beat. Um, Williams, I, I have to look it up, but all the center backs for for um, the Ola play anyone with Van Dyke, and he becomes the greatest center back of all time. Yeah, not That's Phillips. not working. Uh, <laughs> so hold on, hold on. So let's just talk about this. 
in Liverpool's starting lineup today. Nat Phillips. That's Hardy who Elliott. I'm talking about. Yeah. Number 47. A high number. James Milner. Who is that, 37. Not number that, 47, but 37. <laughs> okay. And by the way, if we're into January and we're playing every three days, and okay, I understand. I'm not going to give you shit for this. It's Liverpool. game three. Two. Oof, two. Two. And you had a week off. You had an extra day. Right? Like, what in the world is going yeah, on? When so, you look at the bench, so they didn't, go, they didn't play Gomez depth? till late. I think Matip went down. So it looks like they're – what looked like depth is already four players out. Boom, they're back to, to crisis. Now, any team that can happen, I get it. Zaha is tricky. But they did push and push and push and push Hold and on. push. Why did James Milner start over Jordan Henderson? Because Jordan what Henderson has been on terrible. I mean – Come on, like, like, yeah, sure, but like Nabi Kaita, Jordan Henderson, any of these players could have started over Milner. I understand maybe it's a statement, maybe it's maybe it's Klopp trying to say, I can get away with this game and still make my message of like James Milner still represents what I want from people. He's here, he has zero body fat, he'll come to play till the end and gives zero fucks about anything. So maybe he's Um, trying to say that, and they should, and listen. You know, Liverpool should have won this game. There's no doubt yeah, about it. Absolutely. But Palace were there to take the punches and, and got and it so, done. And then Nunez does the stupid thing. Well, right. And so I was going to allude to that. Like, um, you've got no uh, no Jota. He's hurt. Uh, Firmino couldn't go. It was sort of like a last-minute thing. Like, he wasn't he got sure. got a lot of injuries. Couldn't do it. So, yeah, again. And he's been bad, by the way. He was terrible I, against Fulham. Okay, but you would have loved him today, right? If you're Hell, anything. Him. Right, you sell Origi, so it's like because you get Nunez. Nobody's complaining about that. I'm not. Yep. I'm not criticizing that, by the way. But so now you're going into a game against Palace at home at night. It shouldn't be a problem, but it should not it, have been. But and they're playing is, five four one. I mean, this is like yeah. You want to talk about battening down the hatches? This is a hurricane. Liverpool hurricane Anfield is coming, and you know, and we're not in Kansas they anymore. Stole, they the the, the house is spinning. The wicked witch is outside the house, and you have a. <laughs> You know, it's that's but what so they you, up. You've got against. Salah, Nunez, and Diaz up front, and they haven't really played that much together yet. No. But they also don't have any attack and coverage whatsoever. They have Carvalho, who actually came on he late. Came on. Was, uh, for my money, he was, he was pretty good. Uh, he had a really nice chance and just missed. Um, but I, I saw that and I went, interesting that like, there's no there's no safety net uh, for uh, for any attacking players here. And again, Harvey Elliott can get forward, but Milner and Fabinho are not those guys, right? So, um, and so that's always that's always been Liverpool's problem, right? They live their creativity comes from the wings. Right, right. And Trent Alexander and Arnold does put balls in. And listen, they should have won this game. The thing that they probably would have won, honestly, if uh Nuñez doesn't lose his head. And they probably so Nuñez yeah. is a little bit of trouble. Joachim Anderson pushes him in the back, and Nunez headbutts him. I see, and I don't even think it was – all right, what I was saying – He probably uh, wasn't hard, but the way that we have football, the way that it's refereed, if you do it and you're in the – you can can put forehead to forehead and push. Which is what he tried to do. You can get this close to a guy's face, but he, he chins him. Well, Joachim Anderson is a foot taller than him, so his forehead hits him. And he did do this amazing – yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but that's what you if, should do. You should try okay. and draw the red. If Richarlison had done that to Koulibaly yesterday, uh, they would have called it. It would have been a red. No, 
There was there, oh in that game no it wouldn't have been no it wouldn't have been a call so it's no. it's just so funny that you can watch two different games and it feels like two different sports um, because because for me I was like that wasn't even a foul on on Sunday at Stanford Bridge right and so I I don't think there was much in it I understand why it was called a red here's the thing it's it, either nothing or it's a straight red which is sort right. of weird too. So the um, other thing is, and I think that this happens and no one wants to say it, but they do it. It's a Uruguayan. He's new in the league. The referees are not without fucking ridiculous, stupid bias from the third century that they're like, he's Uruguayan. Suarez is Uruguayan. Cavani's Uruguayan. <laughs> Wait a we minute. got to teach these hardcore guys that this is what you do in the league. Suarez played for Liverpool. I, I, I know that doesn't, no one can admit it. It's in the lizard brain of these stupid referees that they have to do these things. And and by the way, that's what the punditry will say. But like, he's got to learn that, you know, an English game, you can't do that. What is going on in South America that they fucking just let people get headbutted? Like, I don't, I don't get it. it it's bizarre. So yeah. they'll use this hot Latino thing. It's going to happen. It's just in their heads. Wait, wait, it's, wait. Not, it's not conscious. It's just a bias that exists. If after... I don't think anybody will have the balls to do this, but if after you've listened to this episode, friends, and somebody calls him a firecracker, please let us know, okay? Because there's this there's an old bit from the show The League uh, where they always oh. joke about how there's there's um, racially charged compliments. Oh, they, they do it. They had it. They had it in for the Premier League when they did the the Raheem Sterling side by side notes thing which was yeah. just like oh wow that's really bad yeah uh, so, now so good for raheem guy, sterling he has called it out and it has been happening less well, sure. good. but a black guy is always a class act he's just always oh i do want a class act right like always plays uh, with a smile on his face oh uh, ledley king what a class act right <laughs> a white guy small white guy just scrappy scrappy black players never one. scrappy ever no never no. Uh, a Latino player, a firecracker, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so there's. I, I don't think people do it on purpose. It's just they, an Asian they player. The tropes. Ready? And an, an Asian player, industrious, right? Like oh. there's just there's just there's one. Or they say they had it. They had. I think they. I think Ginman's son should be on Real Madrid. Yes. If he was Sandino, he would be. Yeah, he would have been two years ago. Yeah, I agree. Right, he's better than Vinicius Junior. Well, uh, I mean, uh, they're both great <laughs> players. They're both. I great mean, we players. have a lot of games we've gotten. We've covered so much. Uh, Those I were the, the bigger, three. Were like, I think the big thing to take away, though, that is huge to me is just like Liverpool have dropped four points. They're already four points behind City. Yeah, sure. And that's going to be the difference at the end of the year. They're going to go, mm-hmm. oh, where where did my league go? Where well, you're finally going to play a, a real fucking team next week. You're going to get Newcastle away, and that's going to be a proper test for City, finally. No, it's not. You don't think so? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> relative to Bournemouth, it's going to be. Although, no. I forget, you you made West Ham look ridiculous. No. First Bournemouth, Bo- no. Here's my Newcastle takeaway. away is not a problem. Especially Here's my this takeaway. time of year. Later it in is, the year, it'll be, it'll be. It's August 16th. We have two match weeks in the books, and I'm out of breath. This is Can insane. I, like, yeah, there was, it was actually sort of nice in June and July. We didn't do any shows. It was quiet. I actually spent time with my family. Uh, I was watching I the enjoy- Women's World Cup. I enjoyed it. There you Congratulations go. Congratulations to the w- no, w- women, uh, <laughs> Women's Zero. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. But so, so I, you know, I enjoyed a little reprieve and a little break from sports, from being a fucking sociopath. <laughs> but I'll tell you something evil 
woke up inside me on Sunday morning. And oh, I just, great. I kept feeding it. It was unbelievable. And well, and look, Saturday you had Brentford and United. You had the, uh, uh, and then Sunday you had Nottingham Forest and West Ham, which is a good segue into that. And then Chelsea. And then Monday you had Liverpool and Crystal Palace. Three straight days of what the fuck is going on here? So uh, it's just, I'm just, I'm being reflective for a second saying, thank goodness you're back Premier League. Holy shit. Yeah. What so Nottingham Forest, Forest, we have to say something. We something important is it. happening. This is breaking news on the wire. The man who will do terrible things to your girlfriend if you turn his back on him. Neil Mope is on his way to Nottingham Forest to fuck the knots in the tree. Oh, wow. It's unbelievable. I did not know that. Hide your bushes. Hide your trees. The woodpeckers <laughs> need to get out of the way in case flying shit comes their way that they didn't want to deal with. Neil Mope is coming after you when his wife's are right behind him. <laughs> Literally right behind him. Um, but yeah, I yeah, mean, this so he is may another move, one where... And they, and they have a city ground. So uh, we talked a little bit about Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest are a really interesting team. They played well. Uh, it was a crazy game against West Ham. West Ham should have won. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. They hit the post three times. Zaid Brenrahm is probably best game in six months. Declan Rice missed a penalty. He should never pick, take penalties ever again. I don't think uh, Adamaka did much. No, uh, Zuma didn't was, look like he, he could walk. Goal. There was only yeah. so much. This guy and they scored do. a goal on a need-in goal. That was yeah. a, a, a mistake. It was a nice move. But, but the thing that's interesting about Forrest, they literally have taken a team that got promoted and then – Everyone on the team has been removed and they got a whole new team. Yeah. They've signed 14 players, which is insane yep. to just reload. They already have their win. They have, you know, they just got to, they're going to be the second half of, of the team. It was good to see them. Lots of songs, lots of red. They don't have a sponsor, which fucking freaked me out. No, I actually, so I thought about that too. They have, I, it up. I forget the, I forget the box. Box, thank you. Um, but it gets me to think that they did this because it's their first Premier League match since 1999 at home, right? Uh, I think they did that shirts. on purpose. Sure. I think they're going to sell those shirts, and I think they're going to have a commemorative something or other. I didn't see it, but like, there's there's something really really cool about that, and I yeah. I hope that that's something that grows yeah. uh, across the league when there's when there's monumental matches or games or whatever. By the way, this is exactly what the sponsors are paying for, for those memories, uh, for, for them to be associated, AIA, to be associated with the Battle of the Bridge, right? Yeah. But I ho- I, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. It, was, only- hard to, it was hard to get my brain around. I was like, That's, right. This the only criticism I had of it is I wish they did what, what the internationals did and they had a, a number in the middle. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. Would, like, I don't think they was playing though, right? Because they want to just be able to plop something across. Now, we're not going to go through the rest of the scores because, I mean, we should probably say, hey, Arsenal – Gabriel Jesus, really good. They're oh, looking great, good. Great They're rising yeah. with a revival under Jesus. I'm going to keep using that joke. They're doing great. Uh, although Leicester looked, had some fight. They're still giving up too many goals. But Arsenal were in control. We can talk about that. I just really want to talk about our fucking cool-ass bets that I put in. <laughs> I'm really happy. I'm going to try and do my best for everyone to really take just one or two little things that I feel really passionate about, like, I'm going to bet against United until they prove me otherwise. So we're going to take Well, you're not going to get any money this week. Well, maybe the under over is uh, maybe there's, you know, maybe it's the under. Maybe it's uh, maybe sure. take the spread, sure. take take Liverpool on the spread. So something like that. And then But take your victory lap cuz you just won two 
major major underdog wins so go yeah for it. yeah so so i took i took brighton in the draw against newcastle at home and i did that because i knew that brighton would outplay newcastle and away from home long trip for newcastle gonna be tough and that brighton don't score at home at all and they still wow. have the same problem they always have they 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 won on xg like two to point one Classic Brighton. If they're going to play Danny Welbeck up front, they're never going to score goals unless Trossard does something amazing or they sort of luck into them and then kind of go from there. But they're still fantastic and great to watch. Uh, they would kill for Callum Wilson. Like, they should yeah, yeah. try and kill people to steal him off that team. There, That's one. And then the other one, uh, calling a draw as the number was pretty crazy of me. I just had a feeling. And then the other one was just United are terrible. Brentford at home, late game. I just knew it. I knew that Brentford was going to come and punch United in the dick. Now, the manner of the defeat, not the same. I thought nobody, would, nobody saw that coming. Yeah. You had, I thought it would be more. Nothing. Yeah, I thought it would be more they would get that Mbomo goal, right? Right. Now, last year he misses that oh. for sure and hits, or hits the post. Like, if he's going to score that goal even at – 40% more than he did last time. That means he's going to score 12, 13 goals. And Tony and he are going to have 20-something between them. They're staying up. No problem. Oh, I don't think they're going down. But I don't think that's – I think they could be flirting with the top half of the table. If that if they're going to be able to bang in that many goals like that, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so so I was happy way, about that. Yeah, Amsgard is going to be bedded in with the team now. So he's should be but surely. Yeah, he'll be a yeah. guy. And, and De Silva is a really good story. And I was happy that – uh, that he was the one that got the first goal. Um, oh, he's going to play. That's why. Listen, this team is fucking smart. They know what they're doing. They knew they were in trouble in January. They knew that they were missing De Silva. They signed Erickson, get the rehabilitation, pay him, let him go, do him a favor. Danes being Danes. Ooh, Danish friends, as, as Jay might as, say. Yeah. And they knew they had a player to back him up, right? They get Ben Me for nothing. You think, like, United couldn't be like, Ben Mee. Hmm. That guy's good. Like, how are Tarkovsky and Ben Mee just split up and now available when, when, when it goes there? I would have taken them together. This is what I've been saying. I'm like, Duncan Duffy, how is Lewis Dunk still at Brighton? And the team's like, there's no good center backs. I'm like, there are. Just don't be a fucking snob. Just get yeah. the guys well, who do the that's job. Well, that's the problem, right? Like, you, yeah. you, you get... You get stuck in this sense where, you know, if you make a signing and it's not the sexiest signing in the world, it's 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 seen as a negative, right? Like, even if Dunk were to be a depth signing for a top six, theoretically, right, you would the find over time. Like, yeah, and what can you get him for? Brighton would sell point. him tomorrow for tw- for $20 million. They'd be like, right. we love you. You're a legend. They'll put a fucking statue up. He'd be like, go, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. you think he wouldn't play well next to Maguire or next to all those clowns going, move up. Of course he would. And he would be like, we're playing out from the back. He's like, I don't do that, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you want someone to play out, get somebody else. I know myself. I know what I can do. And if the coach goes, you don't play, like, well, you guys can ship goals. That's fine with me. I know what I can do, right? Yeah. There's nobody on United that's like, I know what I can do. They're all broken. Anyway, I do want to touch on some games. We've got five minutes to go. Uh, I think the Villa-Everton game is interesting. That was an off-the-schneid game. I think, you know, big one for Gerard. 
Bad one for Coutinho. He was bad. Buendia came on, made the difference. Danny Ings gets off to Schneid. They do put in Ollie Watkins, who does set up one of the goals as well. So my three guys for that team, it's got to be without Coutinho. They do lose Luis Carlos, Diego Carlos, who is their new center back. So the Tyrone Mings saga now has a resolution. He's back because he just, mm-hmm. because Diego Carlos actually did his Achilles, which means he's fucking done. He's gone. Um, so that means that Aston Villa will have to go back to what they had and just be like, all right, I guess we're doing that again. Uh, interesting stat. Luca Dean scored an own goal against Aston Everton. Villa and against, and against Everton. And then last year scored an own goal for Everton against Aston Villa. Yep. Also a good time. He is, he is also, uh, Everton's joint leading score right now. Um, one thing I want to bring up is tomorrow is the first of two legs of the champions league final round of the playoff. Now, oh. The important thing to note there, there's a couple of familiar names. Benfica, D- uh, Dynamo Kiev is in there. Uh, Rangers have made a kind of a, a great run. PSV is there. Dynamo Zagreb is also in there. Do you know Ooh. who they're playing? Our friends, our friends from Bodo Glim. Oh, Bodo. Oh, that's a tough game. That is a tough one. They're are they up tomorrow. or down? They are. It's it's the first leg, so they're oh. they're even right now. But 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 our buddies have beaten the living shit out of <laughs> Zalgiris. They beat them 6-1 on aggregate. They beat Linfield 8-1 on aggregate. They are Linfield's flying. Terrible. That's the ch- Irish champion. I don't give a fuck. They are flying. I want them in Champions League. We insulted you. We apologized. You embraced us. We loved you. They and are go in take the, out the, their team Russians. is in the Arctic Circle. I know. Go take out Zagreb. Please. We're all we're all here for you. So that is I mean, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to getting the groups that we have them, uh, but I, this is going to be the last leg of it. It's funny because I, I I get like score updates from random things. I'm like, oh shit, that's our friends. So uh, I've been following them through um, through the qualifying rounds. But yeah, like I said, there's going to be of these. There's going to be six teams that kind of make the playoff, right? And the, it'll be some familiar names. But I really want to see our buddies uh, from where, where is uh, yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, Mike, send <laughs> we, me home. We will stop insulting you now. Uh, we love you, and we hope that you make it to Champions League. Laurent, let's get the fuck out of here. Berto Glimp, don't fuck the bear. Anyway, <laughs> that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Slareno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the CHOP Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a show. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. Aveline wants waffles, so I have to go. Bye. Bye, Aveline.